0: Santa's Mischievous Elf, The Adventures of Po-Po, Chapter One. Once upon a frosty North Pole winter, in a bustling workshop filled with the sweet scent of peppermint and the sounds of jingling bells, Santa Claus was preparing for another Christmas Eve journey around the world. He was a jolly old man known for his rosy cheeks, hearty laugh, and impeccable organisation. But there was one little hiccup in Santa's perfect world. His elf, Popo. Popo, whose full name was Poinsettia Poindexter, was an elf with a heart full of mischief and a penchant for trouble. He stood shorter than the other elves, with wild, curly hair that stuck out in all directions. His eyes sparkled with mischievous intent, and his grin was ever-present. He meant well, but somehow trouble followed him like a misbehaving reindeer. One chilly morning, Santa gathered his team of elves to discuss their Christmas preparations. His eyes twinkled and his voice rang out with enthusiasm. My dear elves, he boomed, we have much work to do to ensure a joyful Christmas for all the children. Let's stick to our schedules and make sure everything is ready on time. Santa's instructions were met with nods of agreement, except from Popo, who couldn't resist a prank. He discreetly tied the laces of Jingle Bells, the head elf, causing him to trip and send a flurry of toy pots flying through the air. Santa raised an eyebrow, but Popo's innocent expression convinced him that it was an accident. With a shrug, he continued the meeting, unaware that Popo had something else up his sleeve. Over the next few weeks, Popo's antics grew more audacious. He swapped the names on the naughty and nice lists, causing whiter commotion among the elves. He coated the workshop's entrance with slippery ice, sending several elves sliding hilariously into the snow. And one particularly memorable day, he painted all the reindeer's noses bright pink while they slept, earning himself a chorus of laughter from the other elves. Santa had his suspicions, but couldn't quite catch Popo in the act. The elf's infectious laughter and twinkling eyes made it impossible to stay mad at him for long. As Christmas Eve drew nearer, Santa became increasingly stressed. He had never faced so many unexpected challenges in his centuries of gift-giving. On Christmas Eve morning, he woke up to find his prized red suit missing. In its place was a note from Popo, which read, Dear Santa, I thought you could use a change this year. Don't worry, I've hidden your suit somewhere safe. You'll find it eventually, I'm sure. With mischief and mirth, Popo Santa had no choice but to don an old green suit, and though it wasn't his traditional attire, he wore it with a smile, determined to carry on his mission. He knew that Christmas must go on, suit or no suit. That night, as Santa and his sleigh filled with gifts soared through the snowy skies, he couldn't help but chuckle at the thought of Popo's antics. Despite the chaos and mishaps, Santa realized that sometimes a little mischief could add an extra sprinkle of magic to the holiday season. As the sun began to rise on Christmas morning, Santa returned to the North Pole, where he found Popo eagerly waiting for his return. Santa, Popo exclaimed, did you like your surprise? I thought it would be fun to shake things up a bit. Santa chuckled and gave Popo a warm hug. You certainly did, my mischievous friend, but Christmas isn't about the suit or the schedule. It's about love, laughter and bringing joy to the world. And you, Popo, have certainly brought joy to my heart. Chapter 2 As the years went by, Popo's mischievous antics continued to amuse Santa and the other elves. He became a beloved figure in the North Pole, known for his playful spirit and warm heart. However, it wasn't long before Popo's penchant for mischief found a new target, the kitchen. The North Pole kitchen was a bustling place, especially during the holiday season. Mrs. Claus, with her rosy cheeks and ever-present apron, ruled the kitchen with love and precision. She was known for her mouth-watering cookies, delectable hot cocoa, and scrumptious holiday feasts that kept Santa and the elves well-fed throughout their busy season. One chilly morning, Santa was in his study, reviewing the naughty and nice lists, when he heard uproarious laughter coming from the kitchen. Curious, he hurried to see what was going on. As he entered the kitchen, Santa was greeted by a sight that left him speechless. Flour covered the countertops and floor, mixing bowls danced in midair, and the aroma of cinnamon and nutmeg hung thick in the air. At the centre of the chaos were Mrs. Claus and Popo, both donning chef's hats and aprons. Mrs. Claus, her cheeks flushed with laughter, was trying to catch a rogue egg that Popo had playfully tossed into the air. It splattered on her apron, sending another wave of laughter through the kitchen. Mrs. Claus, Popo, what's going on here? Santa asked, trying to hide a smile. Mrs. Claus turned to her husband, her eyes twinkling with mirth. Oh, Santa, Popo and I thought we'd have a little baking competition to see who can make the best holiday cookies. Popo, still giggling, added, and I've got a secret ingredient that'll make my cookies the best ever. Santa couldn't resist being drawn into the festive spirit. Well, let's see what you've got, Popo. Mrs. Claus, you're the judge. The kitchen soon turned into a whirlwind of sugar, spice, and everything nice. Popo's secret ingredient turned out to be candy cane crumbs, which he crushed with glee, sprinkling them over his gingerbread cookies. Mrs. Scores, on the other hand, created a special icing that shimmered like fresh snow on a moonlit night. As the cookies baked, the kitchen filled with the delicious scent of holiday magic. Santa, sitting at the head of the table, sampled each cookie carefully, trying to hide his grin as he savoured the mischievous charm in Popo's creations. When all the cookies were laid out before him, Santa declared, The winner is both of you. These cookies are the best I've ever tasted. Popo and Mrs. Claus exchanged delighted glances, and they all shared a warm hug. The kitchen was a joyful mess, and the laughter and love that filled it were the true magic of Christmas. From that day on, Popo became Mrs. Claus's honorary Sue's chef, and their playful kitchen escapades continued throughout the holiday season. Santa, Mrs, Claus, and Popo learned that sometimes the sweetest memories were created when love, laughter, and a little mischief were mixed together in just the right proportions. And so, at the North Pole, amid the twinkling lights, snow-covered cottages, and the merriment of the holiday season, the mischievous elf named Popo found his place in the heart of Christmas, adding a sprinkle of enchantment to every celebration. Chapter 3 The reindeer stables were a place of order and tranquility where Santa's faithful team of reindeer prepared for their grand Christmas Eve flight. It was here that the reindeer, led by the wise and gentle Rudolph, practiced their takeoffs and landings and made sure their antlers were properly groomed for the big night. One frosty morning, while Santa was overseeing the final preparations for the sleigh, he received a worried message from Jingla Bells, the head elf. Santa, Jingla Bells said, You won't believe what's happening in the reindeer stables. It's Po-Po again. Santa hurried to the stables, where he found a scene that left him incredulous. Straw was scattered everywhere, and the reindeer were prancing about in confusion. It was clear that someone had caused quite the commotion, Rudolph, with his bright red nose, stepped forward and said, Santa, it was Popo. He tried to teach us a new dance routine. We appreciate the enthusiasm, but we need some order here. Santa sighed and, with a hint of amusement in his voice, asked, Popo, what were you thinking? Popo, his eyes twinkling with mischief, replied, I thought the reindeer could use a bit of excitement, Santa. Dancing is great exercise, you know. Santa couldn't help but chuckle. Well, it's true that exercise is good for everyone, but let's keep the stables peaceful, shall we? However, that wasn't the end of Popo's escapades in the reindeer stables. On another occasion, he decided to give the reindeer a mac over. While they were out grazing in the snowy fields, Popo had adorned each reindeer with colourful bows and glittering antler ornaments. When the reindeer returned to the stables, they looked like a troop of circus performers. Santa shook his head in bemusement. Popo, the reindeer are magnificent just the way they are. Let's not distract them with all these decorations. Undeterred, Popo tried to introduce reindeer karaoke night in the stables, complete with a makeshift stage and a comical set of reindeer-sized microphones. The reindeer, although curious, were not exactly enthusiastic about serenading the stable. One chilly evening, as Santa rested by the fireplace in his cozy cottage, he received a message from Popo. The message read, Santa, come to the stables. I have a surprise for you. Santa, with a twinkle in his eye, made his way to the stables. To his amazement, he found Popo and the reindeer performing a synchronized dance routine under the starry arctic sky. Their graceful movements and the shimmering snowflakes created a breathtaking spectacle. Santa smiled and applauded. Popo, you've done it again. You've brought joy to our dear reindeer. Popo grinned and replied, well Santa, I thought they might enjoy a little dance, and it seems they do. And so, in the reindeer stables, amid the laughter, dancing and occasional chaos brought by Popo, a special bond grew between the reindeer and the mischievous elf. The stables became a place of not only preparation, but also celebration, reminding everyone that the magic of Christmas wasn't just about delivering gifts, but also about the joy of togetherness and the warmth of friendship. Chapter 4 It was a particularly crisp and sunny day at the North Pole with the snow glistening like diamonds under the winter sun. All seemed peaceful in Santa's enchanting village until a sudden commotion erupted in the heart of the toy shop. Elves scurried about in a frenzy, pointing excitedly at the entrance. Santa, accompanied by Mrs. Claus and a few curious reindeer, rushed to see what the commotion was about. What they saw left them speechless. There, standing in the middle of the toy shop, was Popo astride a massive polar bear. The polar bear, with a comically large Santa hat on its head, seemed oddly calm amid the chaos it had just caused. Popo, what on earth, or should I say, the North Pole are you doing? Santa exclaimed, his rosy cheeks turning slightly crimson. Popo flashed his signature mischievous grin. Santa, meet my new friend, Flurry. We thought it would be fun to take a tour of the North Pole together. Flurry the polar bear let out a friendly growl, which Popo interpreted as an enthusiastic endorsement of their adventure. Mrs. Claus, who had a knack for handling unconventional situations, calmly asked, Well, Popo, I'm sure Flurry is a wonderful companion, but couldn't you have asked for permission first? Popo scratched his head, looking sheepish. I suppose I got carried away with the excitement of the day, but I promise we'll be careful. With a sigh, Santa decided to go along with the unconventional tour. All right, Popo, let's make sure it's a safe and memorable journey. Where do you plan to take us? And so, with Popo leading the way on Flurry's back, they embarked on a whirlwind tour of the North Pole. Their adventure took them through the toy shop, where shelves of toys toppled like dominoes as they passed. Flurry seemed to take joy in knocking down toy soldiers, building blocks, and plush reindeer as they raced through the workshop. Next, they charged through the gingerbread cottages, leaving a trail of gingerbread crumbs in their wake. Elves scrambled to save their sugary abodes, but Popo and Flurry were too swift. They careened through the candy cane forest, sending multicoloured swirls of peppermint spiralling into the air. Elves giggled and cheered as they watched the spectacle, while a rather plump elf named Jelly Bean tried to catch falling candy canes in his oversized hat. Finally, they made their way to the ice rink, where the penguins were in the middle of their synchronised skating practice. Popo and Flurry joined the performance, adding an unexpected twist as they pirouetted and twirled across the ice. As they circled back to the toy shop, Santa couldn't help but laugh heartily. Well, Popo, you've certainly shown us a different side of the North Pole today, but I think it's time for Flurry to head back to the Arctic wilderness. Popo nodded, understanding that their adventure needed to come to an end. He patted Flurry affectionately, and the polar bear gave a gentle nod, as if agreeing to the parting. With a combination of laughter and sighs of relief, they escorted Flurry back to the snowy expanse of the Arctic. As they watched the polar bear disappear into the distance, Santa turned to Popo and said, You know, Popo, your mischievous spirit always keeps us on our toes, but I wouldn't have it any other way. You bring a special kind of magic to the North Pole. And so, the North Pole returned to its usual state of cheerful order. But the memory of Popo's wild ride with Flurry would be shared and cherished for years to come, reminding everyone that sometimes the most extraordinary adventures are the unexpected ones.